What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are, and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. Good morning. Thanks for being here. It's the morning motivation. This week we are talking about the very first of the Beatitudes, poor in spirit. Matthew 5, blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. What does that mean? What does poor in spirit mean? Well, we talked about that yesterday. But now the question is, what does it look like? So you can go to yesterday's episode if you missed it to find out what it is. But now, what does it look like in the Bible? Isaiah 57, 15, for thus says the one who is high and lifted up, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place. And also with him, him who, him who? is of contrite and lowly spirit to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. Oh, that's where I want to be. I want to be on the high holy hill. What do I got to be? What does it look like to be poor in spirit? Gideon, Judges 6. An angel of the Lord comes to Gideon and says, The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. God said to him, go in this might of yours and save Israel from the hand of Midian. And he said to him, please, Lord, how can I save Israel? Behold, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. Gideon says, God, I can't do this. Moses, Exodus 3, this is when uh, God is talking through the burning bush. Come. I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Verse 11, but Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? Did Moses say, I'm the man for the job. God, you came to just uh, David. Second Samuel 7, King David went in and sat before the Lord and said, who am I, O Lord God? And what is my house that you have brought me thus far? The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe, download now, The Truth. Isaiah 6, And I said, Woe is me, for I am lost. For I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. 
There's a couple Old Testament examples of what it means to be poor in spirit. All of these wonderful, amazing men saying, God, what? Me? This is why Paul Washer says there's no such thing as a great man of God. Only weak, pitiful, faithless men of a great and merciful God. Let's look to the New Testament. Peter said to Jesus, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. But let's just look to Jesus himself. The, the most the humble example of the greatest humbleness in the world. He was still God and came to live on earth as a man. And while he was here, he said, By myself, I can do nothing. He later says, the, the words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. So even Jesus is saying, I am completely dependent on God. I am entirely reliant on God, which is why he spends so much time praying to God. So to be poor in spirit is to know that we can do nothing ourselves. It is so contrary to the world's message today, which is a good hint that it's true. <laughs> that it's the truth. You want, to, you want to get a good idea of what the truth is? Look at what the world is telling you. It's probably the opposite. It's probably to start with doing the exact opposite. Martin Lloyd-Jones, he says, it is just this tremendous awareness of our utter nothingness as we come face to face with God. That is to be poor in spirit. You cannot rely on your natural ability, your natural personality, your education, your degree, the family you were born into, the money you inherited, the money you earned. You cannot rely on your morality, your good behavior, your good deeds. All of this, Paul referred to as dung. All you have is your utter spiritual bankruptcy, which you bring to God, your complete dependence on him. And Jesus said, if you are this, you will be blessed. And yours is the kingdom of heaven. Okay, Slater, I get a, a little better idea of what it is and kind of what it looks like. How do I become it? How do I become poor in spirit? I'll tell you, tomorrow.